0: broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium. This is Angler Chronicles.
1: Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree at Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's gonna be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles.
2: Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods. Get syndicated. de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite On Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30 k L A A man, it's good to be back in the studio. My name is Sergio. I'll be your host, my co-host. Well, let me tell you, Mia is here. So, without further ado, Mr. Tony Williams with Bite On Fishing. Good morning, Tony.
3: Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everyone.
2: And then we have coming through the fiber optic lines out there somewhere. Is Mr. Andrew Mack from Max Fish Reports? Good morning, Andrew.
0: Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody.
2: And then we're trying to get a hold of Steve Carson, or we're, we're we're working on that. Uh, Ron wasn't feeling so good this morning. I guess uh, we had some. Uh, we're going to call it stomach issues. How's that? Okay. But the big deal here. Oh, and Ben's on the water. Okay, I think he's with the Wounded Warriors this uh, weekend, so that's where he's at. But we have a special guest, Tony, inside the house here, you know? Very
3: special guest. So
2: uh, without further ado, the (laughs) self-proclaimed CFO, Chief Fishing Officer of Angler Chronicles, Rhonda Feinstein. Good morning, Rhonda. Good morning. (laughs) That's it? That's it.
4: It's early. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning, everybody.
2: All right, well, good morning. All right, so what we like to do is we do every sunday every sunday this every saturday sunday's tomorrow right tony
3: sunday is tomorrow still
2: yeah i'm 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 a little behind schedule here all right well we'd like to start with the freshwater report so i'm going to turn it over to you tony and uh andrew let's let's get this show on the road
3: sure well let's start with our famous lake elsinore one of our favorite places to go not only for fishing but the city of dream extreme in fact we uh we just visited the uh the state of the city Where uh, there's you know their once a year annual information about what's going on with Lake Elsinore, the growth and some of the new projects that are happening. So it's
2: also the installation of the new mayor. I want to say I want to say congratulations to Bob McGee. Truly, truly, an icon in 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 all of uh, Lake Elsinore great great supporter of the city so yeah go ahead
3: and the theme the theme that he uh, the uh, mayor uh, bob mcgee had expressed was bring it that's going to be the new the new theme for lake elsinore this year is bring it so i like that isn't that cool that's really cool bring all the adventure bring the sports bring the fishing pretty much whatever you can do out in lake elsinore to be extreme
2: Excellent, I love it. So, what else is going on?
3: So, the fishing's been really good. You know, they continue to stock Lake Elsinore is one of the one of the lakes you can go to. You can still float tube, kayak, and boat. You don't need a special license, and uh, you know that brings a lot of uh, new elements to the to the lake. We've been we've been out on the float tubes the last couple of weeks, and the cat fishing's been really good. I've been seeing a lot of bass come up, and uh, a few of the a few of the wipers are not yet eighteen inches, but they're they're getting there little by little. I think a couple more, maybe six to six months maybe eight more months and um so that's going to be a great fishery to get into especially as the seasons start to change and of course is you know the uh, the stockings that they do with catfish and the wipers and the bass and i mean it's just an all-around great fishery so i'm really looking forward to uh doing some more fishing out there oh by the way big weekend coming up here uh october 15th and 16th It's the annual uh trunk and treat Out of Main Street, so they typically have about three thousand attendees, and then the first ever Mariachi Fest is on October sixteenth. So if you like mariachi, if you like the music, come out and enjoy the food. There's going to be mariachi bands, beverages, and uh, this all be at Diamond Stadium on Saturday. So this is fun. It's gonna. It should be. It should be a pretty big hit. Their mariachis are uh, going through the theme of all the all the uh, Lake Elsinore. So. And then uh, Jonathan wrote in and says thank you to like to the Launch Point, the City of Lake Elsinore, Storm Baseball, and all our major sponsors for bringing in this event. So tickets are still av- available at lemariachifest.com, Mariachi Fest.com and we'll post that on the uh, Angler Chronicles Friends of Angler Chronicles website soon. So there is a lot of information out there on the on the different stockings they're doing. But uh, great fishery and an amazing place to uh, to get out in the weekend. So
2: yeah, but the, the one thing that we want to point out is this: uh, they got a great program uh, as far as fishing, and uh, Lake Elsinore encourages you to uh, photograph and release, and other words, whole CPR, and then send your photos to fishreport@lake-elsinore.org, and they'd like to post the photos on their website. Um, just uh, put the name of the angler the date species and fish and and bait used and um they 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 keep the location um as as we like it mid-lake (laughs) mid-lake unless you let us know (laughs) right so uh where'd you catch that uh fish andrew
3: right in the middle of the lake
2: mid-lake (laughs) mid-lake exactly okay so um a lot of great things are are happening over there i want to thank you tony for representing Angler chronicles at the um um state of the city, okay, uh, that, that was really cool, and, uh, you know, we, we just love our, our friends there, we just love our friends at um, at Lake Elsinore, and again, next uh, weekend, is it next weekend or the weekend after that, Tony, it's the weekend after that, the weekend after that, okay, which is 15th and 16th, remember, the annual trunk or treat on Main Street, that's going to be fun, Mariachis, Rhonda, can I go over there and, and sing Mariachis?
4: Yes, you sing very well. You sang to me, actually, It was very nice. <laughs> yeah,
3: I know I sang
2: to you in the East Cape. I, 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 I don't know, I go crazy over mariachis. I love it.
3: But yeah, it was a, it was a great event. The uh, the Chamber of Commerce put that on, in the City of Lake Elsinore, and you know, Mayor Bob McGee did a great speech, and he got up there, and he was kind of uh, they reminisced about the Steve McQueen back in the days, and really putting Lake Elsinore on the map, and uh, ever since then it's been like the city of extreme sports so it's it's continuing that theme and it's only going to get better there's a lot of great things going on lake elsinore
2: all right before we go any further let me welcome our dear friend mr steve carson okay good morning steve
5: good morning Sergio. good morning guys sorry for the minor delay but i'm here
2: now oh yeah that's all that's important all right um along these lines a little bit out of the uh neighborhood Andrew, you've been fishing um, pretty far away. Andrew? Yeah, I was. Uh, I was actually in uh, in Wyoming
0: uh, all week uh, fishing on the Snake River, and uh, that I mean, it's been so beautiful. I've mean, I've never been to a place you know where you know for one they don't stock; these are all natural fish. Uh, two, I mean, there's so many animals everywhere. Like we've seen bison, we've seen bears, we've seen. There's a, a moose that walked by our campfire. I mean, big old bull moose. I mean, it's been it's been one heck of a trip. That's for sure.
2: Yeah, I heard there's a lot of Andrews out there too in the wild. <laughs> anyway, before we go any further, um, I think most people know, but if not, congratulations on your new marriage. Okay, um, it was Thank fun. To, it was fun to talk to the two of you yesterday while you were driving. So, congratulations on behalf of Angler Chronicles. And we wish you a very long, long, long marriage. I want you to join my group. A long, long marriage. You like that? <laughs>
4: I'm within distance, so
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's in the studio. Uh, uh, something something's like a flying through the through the air.
4: Remember, I'm I'm close to you, so
2: yes, yes you are. Now we've been married thirty five years, so I wish you nothing but the very best. Okay. Don't uh, okay. What what do s- point. What's that? <laughs>
0: You guys
2: got married when I was born in 86, right? There you go. And really? I, really? Yeah, <laughs> see, I, uh, anyway, I, well I'll tell you what, the angels and I are the same age, I'm just gonna say that, you know. Both are 1961. Anyway, so um, let, me, let me just say this, um, Rhonda, since you're here, uh, I think that, I'll give you two secrets to a long marriage, okay, actually three. Number one is don't go to bed or don't go to sleep, you know, fighting. Number two, yeah. learn this. Learn this. Yes, dear. Okay? And finally, take her fishing. And I think with those three things, I guess that does it.
4: He only needs the third one.
2: Oh, take her fishing. I like that. There you go. Okay? So, anyway, congratulations to the two of you. Uh, wish you and Erica a very, very long and uh, prosperous marriage, okay? All right, Andrew, so you've been uh, hanging around Yellowstone and Teton, is that how you say it, Teton? Teton? Uh, Yeah,
6: yeah,
0: Teton National Park. Um, You know what's crazy is out this way, uh, fly fishing is usually their number one go-to because it is artificial only, so you can't use, you know, any live bait. You can't use worms, you know, crickets, none none of that kind of stuff, so fly fishing, pretty much the way to go and then uh, um, and then you know other people are using a couple different methods like spinners you know like uh, Panther Martin stuff like that but when I showed up you know I, I had an arsenal of hookup baits and you know, you know back home you know Southern California hookup baits are like the number one you know for trout I mean you know these things just rip them you know rip them and uh, when I'm up there I'm like you know I'm gonna try it first cast in this spot uh, we were fishing uh, pretty deep water uh, the water was rushing i mean it was you know it was coming out of the dam there uh you know coming down pretty hard and we're just trying to find deep pockets as we're, as we're walking down the river i mean first cast of the hook of bait gets slammed i'm like oh man what is this reel it up to, uh a cutthroat. cast again lake trout cast again cutthroat cast again cutthroat and you know my buddy and you know his wife and you know erica's seen this I'm like well we want to try Okay, tie them up real quick. You know, with a yellow, white hook of bait, uh, 132. They cast out. and Now they're getting on them. And then, uh, you know, Erica, Erica kind of outshined everybody. You know, she kind of asked me, she goes, "Well, you know, what? you show me what to do." So I you know, told her, I said, "Cast in the current. I go let it sink. You know, so it gets below that white water where the bigger fish are. I go, and you'll probably hook up some nice ones." And I tell you what, man, within two minutes she hooked up to this brown trout. I mean, it was. I couldn't believe it. She's like, oh,
7: I don't know. What, what is it? What is it for? I said, take your time.
0: Take your time. Let it rip drag. I go, it's going to go in the current. You know, I sit there, you know, fight the fish, and she did. And, you know, sure enough, when I seen this thing deep, you know, because this was the first brown trout that we pulled out of there, and I go, oh, it's a brown, and it's a big one. Because, you know, when trout, when, when they get to a certain length, I'd say probably around like 22 to 24 inches. When they swim, their head goes one way and their tail goes the other way. I call it kind of like a figure eight underwater.
2: Mm-hmm. When I
0: see this 50, I knew it was a big one.
2: All right, well, sure listen. Enough, she gets hang on to that thought. i got to go to commercial. and We'll come back and we'll finish that. I'd like to hear some more about that. Great photographs, by the way. All right, guys, we'll be right okay. back. There's uh, Actually, I'm going to hand it over to Rhonda. Go right ahead. The first one? Yeah, the first one. Let's see.
4: <laughs> uh, this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM 830 KLAA will be right back
7: The grand facade so soon will burn without a noise
3: Angels Radio
1: AM 830 Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale-watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter.
4: The Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLAA.
2: All right, guys, now you know why I married that woman. That voice drives me absolutely bananas. You like that? You like yes. that? Yeah, look, how I'm getting a two thumbs up from Howard over there. All right, very cool. All right, uh, let's go back to Andrew. So tell Erica to find that sexy voice in the morning. It'll work every single time. Okay. All right, Andrew, let's, let's, uh, let's go ahead and finish up with the uh, Freshwater Report.
0: Okay, perfect. Yes, yeah, so like I was saying, Erica, you know, Erica caught that big brown trout. It was 25 and a half inches, uh, about 4.3 pounds. I um, yeah, I put them on my, my certified scale, so you know, we, we weighed it, so we're allowed to say it. Uh, but I mean, the fishing was just unbelievable. I mean, the second day we were fishing, I, I mean, we probably caught and released about 100, about 160 trout or so, if not even more. Um, some of the locals, they were actually sitting there watching us, like they they didn't know what we were doing. And, you know, some were you could tell some were getting a little upset because they've probably been fishing there, you know, all their life. And it's like, you know, they average maybe two to three fish. But again, like I was saying, nobody uses hookup baits up here, you know, especially you know when you dip them in the bite on. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, it's just unbelievable how these fish were reacting. And one thing I did notice, there's a lot of uh, like little shiners in the water or baby trout that were swimming by. And uh, the few trout that we did keep, you know, to eat, once you know, we cut them open, they had those, you know, baby trout in their stomach. So it's like, you kind of like pretty much matched the hatch pretty much with, you know, with the hookup baits on how they swim. Um, probably imitated, you know, something that they thought was a bait fish and they were just tearing it up. But other than that, I mean, this trip, this trip has just pretty much been un- unbelievable. I mean, if anyone's coming up this way to Jackson Hole, um, Wyoming, I definitely recommend, you know, to... to Talk to you know, to the local knowledge to you know get some good fishing spots uh, from there, and then uh, you know come out to see some wildlife, you know get some awesome camping in, and uh, it's just all in all a great trip.
2: Excellent. Uh, we've got some openers going on, right? We have Trout Fest coming.
0: Oh uh, yes. Uh, so today is uh, is the uh, first day of the Western Outdoor News uh, Trout Fest. Uh, it I believe it starts at. Uh, it lines in at 7 a.m. today uh, and then the final weigh-in is at 4 p.m. Uh, tomorrow, 7 a.m., final weigh-in is at 2 p.m. So how that works, basically, it has, it has four, um, uh, four categories. You have adult male, adult female, junior male, junior female. So there's four different categories. The adults are 75 bucks to enter, juniors are 50 bucks in enter. And what's cool about that is, is either you're an adult or you're a junior. If you enter the Derby, you're in the grand raffle for the $14,000 boat. Um, it's a calamus 15-foot advantage uh, with a Suzuki 20 horsepower. So just for signing up, you don't even have to catch a fish, but you have a chance to win that boat. On top of everything else, they're giving away with the raffles, uh, with, you know, other prizes they have. Um going to be a really good beer, beer. I know they stocked about two weeks ago to get the fish enough time to kind of swim around, acc- acclimate in the water. And uh, for the past two weeks, there's been a lot of guys posting some very healthy trout, and about the four to I think the biggest I saw was like 8.4 pounds. Uh-huh. Um, but there's been still a lot of big fish swimming around in there.
2: Yeah, I, that, that's what I, I've heard the same thing. So <clears throat> it's shaping up to a, a really good year, and uh, let's, let's make sure the freshwater gets hit hard because we like to hit it hard. Okay. Um, so what's, uh, so the highlight's been uh, the, the brown trout by Erica on your trip, or did you get something? Yeah, the
0: brown um, trout. I was also able, the first day I was fishing, I have never had a chance to fish for lake trout. Um, so I was also able to catch my personal best lake trout um, out of the river. Uh, well, I mean, which is, you know, it's, it's fairly small considering, you know, what lake trout, you know, potential can get up to. But it was really cool to see a lake trout. And then I, I also actually caught my personal best cutthroat. Uh, you know, which, you know, which is obviously I haven't been to Pyramid Lake because, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> that's considered, I was actually talking to Chad the other day. He goes, man, you got to come up to Pyramid because I guess Pyramid Lake, uh, they just opened up again uh, October 1st. So uh, I know he's headed up there uh, in the next couple of weeks. Um, but from, the, from what I've been seeing is that uh, I know it's only been a couple days, but uh, uh, the fish, you know, they're right there again and people are catching them
2: already. Right. Right. It, it's really good stuff. All right. And then uh, I would assume the, the local lakes are all doing well. Um, what do you know about Santa? Ana? About what? Santa Ana River Lakes.
0: Oh, San Ana River Lakes. Uh, again, they came in on Thursday with a full truckload of catfish. Um, you know, they they what they do is cool. It's cool. They don't dump everything in one spot. They actually drive around the lake. They have a couple spots where they put fish in. So come Friday, the fish are already spread out, you know, so every angler has a chance to get them. I know uh, Friday the bite's been somewhat shallow, um, you know, because, again, when the fish are raised in their pens, they're not in very deep water. So, you know, they throw them in Thursday, Friday comes around, they're not going to shoot straight out to 15 that five to six foot range. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're fishing Friday, definitely soak um, either mackerel or shrimp in the bite on Cajun. Um, You know, cast it out maybe 10, 15 feet or so, if you get a bite, stay in that area. If not, go a little bit deeper. So you've got to get about that five or six foot range. And that's pretty much where you're going to catch them. A couple of big ones actually keep getting caught um, as well, caught and released. I know uh, another double digit was caught this week, um, and then uh, you know obviously took pictures. And you know they have a rule. I think it's anything over ten pounds. Oh, you have to
2: throw it back. You don't know, want get a good photo. So yeah,
3: the Benham double River digit was twenty six pounds this week. 26 What's that
2: pound of catfish for that double digit wow. the catfish? Oh, okay. Um, hey, um, Steve, how important? Let me ask you this question. How important is it uh, when a lake actually stocks the fish in different locations does it really make a difference or, or does it not make a difference
5: well it does make some difference and, and the bottom topography is uh, is important too uh, I can recall a number of times stocking in our uh, our lake for our kid big kids fishing event up in Chico uh, many times and that lake is... Oh, about the size of Lake Dixon, if you know what that is. You know, mm-hmm. not a, not a super big lake, but uh, you know, probably a half a mile long and about eight feet deep. But it's a completely flat bottom, and we would we would drop the catfish all in in one spot, right there where the kids were going to fish. Just thinking, well, hey, I'll, I'll hang out here, um, and you know, they were you know the, the catfish were so happy to be liberated. We could see where they were, and within I'm not kidding within five minutes. They were large numbers of catfish all the way down at the far end of the lake. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you can't you can't make blanket statements. The flip side of that is with trout, uh, they're much more of a schooling fish than catfish, and uh, they will definitely stay in a school that's so tight it's a ball mm-hmm. for uh, sometimes a couple of days before they finally disperse. So you know you can't make blanket statements some lakes are going to they're going to disperse immediately other lakes are going to they're going to spread out immediately it just depends
2: all right well I, li- I like the fact that they spread them out just in case um, i think every species would probably behave a little bit different like you said so uh, that's a great that's a great technique i love that andrew thanks for pointing that out i know craig works very hard to make sure that santa ana river lakes is constantly stocked up and ready to go and and it will be. Okay. Uh, when does the trout uh, start at Santa Ana? One more time, guys?
0: Uh, Santa Ana, it's all going to depend on the temperature of the water. Right. But typically, um, it's around the first or second week in November.
2: All right. All right. So everybody heard it. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get okay. Up. Yeah. Um, hey, Howard, I'm having a problem listening to Tony's uh, mic. Talk again, Tony. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Oh, okay. Can you hear him?
3: Let me see it. Can you hear me now?
2: That I can hear you now, real good. There. There, there we go. go. Okay. So, um, uh, talking about things that are happening. I mean, we can't go the weekend without mentioning this, and that is something big is happening at 6 a.m. this morning, and I'm gonna. Let, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna let Tony tell us what, what what happens at 6 a.m. Tony, do you know? Well. Be- besides the fact you got to bring me another cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, in exactly 20 oh, 36 minutes and some seconds we've got the opener, the official opener for the lobster season in California. It's the California spiny lobster season. It starts officially this morning at 6 a.m.
2: Okay, so, so let me let me run you know you got, I got you guys here. I want to make sure we're, we're all in the same uh, boat here. So at 6 a.m, does that mean you can go harvest your nets or is that when your, your hoops get put in?
3: At 6 a.m., you can put the hoops in.
2: So you, you cannot put the hoops in earlier you than that. You cannot put the right. hoops in earlier. Very you, good.
3: Yep. You've got to wait until the official 6.01 to okay. drop it in.
2: How do you guys feel about having it moved to 6 a.m. from midnight? It used to be always midnight.
3: It used to be at midnight on a Friday and Saturday. You know... I don't know if it really makes a difference. I think they tried to spread it out as far as how many people were getting out there, and more of a safety thing because at nighttime, you know, the number one thing that we always focus in on, the number one thing we talk about before we even uh, get out and, and start fishing, is the uh, is safety because there's a lot of things that can go can go uh, wrong really quick, especially when you're driving a small boat and you've got a lot of line out. And that line gets stuck in your in your motor. You know, if that motor seizes, you've got to have a weight. You've got to have your you know emergency weight to send over and make sure that you're anchored in, so that the that the drift doesn't put you into the rocks. And so you know, little things like that are going to be super important. But there's a lot of hooping out there. There's going to be you know everybody's getting ready. I know we're gearing up about three o'clock. We're going to go out with uh, Kevin, Captain Kevin at Breakwall Fishing, and uh, should what be are you a really going? tonight. Oh, tonight, okay. Tonight, but we leave at 3 o'clock, so we'll get in the spots, uh, probably about 4, set up all the hoops. We've got uh, three boats going out. Mm -hmm. Each boat has 10 hoops, so we'll have 30 hoops between... Uh, the group of us tonight We'll be using the, uh, the bite on lobster Attractant We'll be using um, marinated uh, mackerel I've got a couple of salmon heads Really great for the fishy, oily um, Disbursement that these uh, That the lobster like And uh, it should be a really good night So I'm looking forward to it
2: Remember, it's only seven lobsters per license okay? Per license and, and in and, possession yeah, And the one thing I want to make sure everybody understands It's seven lobsters in your possession At any given time So what does that mean? That means if you have seven lobsters in your refrigerator, you better not get any more lobster. Because if Department of Fish and Wildlife decides to follow you home, and they get a search warrant, they could go in and they could find you, and it's a pretty hefty fine per lobster. So um, the rules are what they are. We may or may not agree, but they are what they are. And if you don't want a big fine, eat a couple yeah eat a couple all right so seven lobster i mean i could do that in one sitting so and uh, especially yep. in the california you know you guys there's a there's a big difference between a california spiny lobster versus maine lobster. Main lobster okay and by far by far the california it's smaller but it's sweeter it's it's better tasting and, and most people know i don't eat a lot of fish but i love crustaceans in fact mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. had lobster yesterday what? Okay, and shrimp over at Fish Bones. We were at Fish, Fish Bones, Bones yesterday. Nice. With, and in fact, I want to thank, uh, let's see, uh, Jack was there, McCulloch, Larry Moore was there. We had um, uh, Don Sutherland was there, Paul Hayes, Mike Marsh, John Santangelo, Rhonda, you and I went there. I uh, want to thank Derek for always being such a gracious host. And if you ever want to join us, I think we're going to do it. The first Friday of every month, we're going to call it Fish Bones Friday. Ooh! Okay, and we just get together for lunch. There's nothing, nothing major there, but the food is unbelievable. Do you like the food?
4: The food is really good.
2: Yeah, yeah. You, you're a French fry monster. And there. they have
4: amazing French fries, and the skewers that I had were really, really good.
2: Yeah, you had a filet mignon skewers. Mm-hmm. It's not wow. bad. You haven't yeah. been there yet, Tony.
3: I've been there a while ago when they when we first maybe a year ago, right. a year and a half. But I missed. So now you guys. know, the first Friday of every first month, Friday.
2: everybody, you know, that you're nearby, come on by, join us. Um, just send me an RSVP so we can get a table ready, and um, it's just a great facility. By then,
3: we'll be reserving the whole place.
2: Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> I mean, the food is insane. I had what's called the ultimate surf and turf, which is a skewer of, um, uh, of steak, a skewer of shrimp, and a lobster tail.
7: Oh,
4: all
2: on a bed of french fries and you get a salad and you get a... Um,
4: you get the brus- brussels sprouts that oh, the, I heard are very, very good.
2: Oh, they're very, very good. All right. Well, listen, I can hear the music. What does that oh. mean, Rhonda? Let's see if you, you get it. Let's go.
4: This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA. We'll be right back. Dreams
9: he to try
2: The days go by Angels Radio. AM 830. Ron, these sunglasses are
10: nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burn She snuck out in that cotton dress. Jumped on in and
5: we drove to the lake. Put her hand on my knee and said, I can't wait. I had everything we needed in the bed of my truck. Turns out my baby
4: loves to fish. She wants to do it all the time. Early in the morning and the middle. Angel on Angels Radio AM 830 KLAA.
2: Bring a little twist on that. Just huh? a little. Oh, very good, very good. All right, folks. Um, Steve, uh, on the break, you, you cleared something out about the Department of uh, Fish and Wildlife. You want to patch that in?
5: Yeah, I and I don't want to turn this into a gripe session about uh, CDFW, California Department of Fish and Wildlife, but it should be known, people need to know, that if... You have uh, um, what's the word? If you exhibit obvious signs of either been f- being fishing or hunting, uh, that means you know you've got a rod, you've got your gun, you know you're you're dangling a line uh, uh, in the surf, where they can see that's what you've been doing. They do not need a search warrant. They can look in your trunk of your car. They can look in your ice chest. They can go to your house and go inside and look in the refrigerator. It's It's been fought in court many times. They win every time. So uh, I think we'll just leave it at you don't need to start a fight. Just understand that that is an exception. They don't need a search warrant. There we go. Don't
2: shoot the messenger, which would be me. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Well, it's important to note, you know, sometimes some things are just right. So my, my, my thing is this. We may not like the rules, and so our job is to get involved and, and get the rules changed. But once the rules are laws, I think we should all abide by them. Uh, and um, don't be that guy, and don't give us anglers a bad name. Okay, let me go to the lines here. I've got uh, Jamie. I want to say good morning, Jamie. Hello? Jason, Jamie?
3: Oh, Jamie. Okay. So, hello. Hello.
9: Hey, this is Jason and Jamie Diamond from Stardust Sport Fishing this morning. How's it going?
2: Good. How are you guys doing?
9: We're good. Talk to me. Yeah, we're 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 here to talk to you guys about uh fishing up in Santa Barbara and the the harbor craft, the commercial harbor craft rule, the carb issue with for the sport boat.
7: hmm
9: And uh yeah, so how, we know you guys have been talking about
2: it a lot on the radio with everybody. Right, and, so uh, let's, uh, uh, Jamie, let's do this. Let's go ahead and just, uh, we'll, we'll set it up so everybody um, is in total sync here. Okay, so everybody, we've been talking every week. We have somebody uh, from one of the landings calling in. This time is Jamie. And, and what it is is this ridiculous law, in my opinion, or, or mandate, or whatever they want to call it, where they want to change the um, all, all the fishing vessel motors over to this cleaner, quote-unquote, motor. The problem is, my understanding is that the motor has not been invented yet, okay? And any uh, adjustments that would be needed to existing motors would would extend. M- most boats would actually be obsolete. Uh, they'd have to either extend the, the, um, the engine compartments, which by 20 feet, it just, just doesn't make any sense. So basically what it would do would be probably the end of sport fishing for for us in Southern California, and all Mm -hmm. of California. In addition to that, um, if um, they were able to actually do this, you're talking a new boat, roughly two to $4 million, depending on what kind of boat you get, it would render a small business like you guys completely out. I mean, you'd you'd be done, right, Jamie?
9: Exactly. Exactly, yeah. This is this is just absolutely extreme and insane, um, and and for the few businesses that that would be afford avail- available to to do it, to afford to build these giant steel vessels, um, the price point, the ticket is going to be so high that uh, not many folks will be able to afford to go on these boats anymore. So not only will there be fewer, but there will
2: not be as many people that, that have the ability to do it. Yeah, and, and so, I mean, if we add everything that's already going on, for example, you know, COVID hit, right? So you guys had to reduce the number of passengers you can carry. Well, guess what? If you reduce the number of passengers, obviously the mm-hmm. price has to go up. Now fuel has gone through the roof. I think we're at, what, 38 to 40% We're paying more than we were last year. So that obviously has to translate. And unlike uh, the White House statement the other day was you know she's where they think it's ridiculous for the businesses to pass it on to the consumer well, what what do you expect I mean if they're paying more in order to make some money I mean, you got to pass this on to the consumer so not only that now you're gonna add this you might as well kiss a goodbye okay it well, and
9: and and the, and the truth is this this stuff is not safe for use on passenger vessels it just isn't this technology, it, it gets really hot. It clogs. Uh, we could be left uh, completely disabled at sea with passengers on boats mm-hmm. on the boat, and it's 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 not reliable. And even worse, when they get clogged, they get really really hot, and they they go boom. Uh, this just happened on a vessel um, in uh, in the in Eastern Europe. Uh, this last week, they had the Tier Four engines, and it wound up clogging. Or, I mean, the battery got really hot, and 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 it blew up. And there's, it was a fire on the vessel. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just it's a disaster waiting to happen.
2: Yeah. And, and the and, and here's the the point is they're mandating this by 2026, and my understanding is the technology isn't really there. They just want to put out a mandate, but right. they, and, and that's Correct. all but the technology so isn't there. they
9: they're offering they're offering a couple extensions to your extensions but it's not guaranteed that you're going to get it you have to meet a string of criteria for them to even consider you for it and 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 they've made it clear that just on our own efforts they're unwilling to work with us so we need you guys we need the anglers to to sign the petition that on
2: everybody's websites right now. That's on our Facebook pages. Well, let me, uh, let me, let me give it to you. Savefishing.com. Yeah, savefishing.com. Savefishing.com. It takes you less than 30 seconds. Fill it out. Send it in. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Tell everybody to fill this because here's the deal. They're starting with the party boats, right? The the, the, the private boats are next, okay? So, there won't be anybody on the ocean, unless you're some tanker, you know, clogging up our local Long Beach area. It's getting so bad up front here, guys, that they're actually parked and anchored on some of my spots. I'm not liking that. So, this is a, a huge mess. It, it, it's not well researched. It's just somebody woke up on the wrong side of the bed and said, "Oh, well, let's do this," and this has not been well thought out. So what we need. Exactly. we need we need everybody that's listening here everybody okay you need to go to savefishing.com fill out that uh, uh, the little what it's like a little letter you that you do it's already done for you just fill it just pretty much send it okay and you just
9: pop in your info
2: right that's all you got to do send it in get it done and do me a favor okay when you do it try to get somebody else to do it with you Okay. Maybe two, maybe three. I was really disappointed that we only have 20,000 of these things sent in. Okay. Uh, This is a great time to send a really nasty letter to your governor. Okay. He ain't my governor. (laughs) He's your governor. He ain't my governor. Okay. So um, this is the time. You know, here's what gets me. I mean, angers are very quick to complain, but they're not willing to do the work. So my thing is this. Don't complain about fishing if you didn't do anything about it. If you just sat on the sidelines on this and then this goes through, don't complain later. The only ones that complain are the actual, uh, whoever's doing the work. So I wanna commend everybody in the fishing industry. And I mean everybody in the fishing industry, okay, for, for trying to get together and do this. So thank you, Jamie. And thank you to Ventura Sport Fishing no, Santa Barbara. Oh, this is this Santa, Santa Barbara. Barbara. Santa Barbara. That's right. Yeah, a little we got bit the bit
9: in the Coral Sea, out of Santa Barbara.
2: That's right. That's right. So, um, but you know, everybody from San Diego all the way up are uh, we're all coming together and fighting this. So, thanks on that, Jamie. Well, listen, since I got you on here, tell me a little bit about uh, what's going on in your neck of the book, neck of the woods.
9: I'm going to hand you over to my husband, Captain Jason Diamond, and he'll give you uh, an update on the fishing.
2: But I'd rather talk to you than than <laughs> than, than your husband. <laughs> You're prettier than your husband.
7: <laughs> I've seen your husband.
2: Oh, <laughs> All right, give me Kevin Jason. Thanks, Jamie. All
9: right,
12: here we go. Hey, good morning.
2: Good morning, Jason. What's up?
12: Well, you know, we're in the probably the best time of year to come fishing up here because you've got really consistent great weather every day and amazing fishing right now.
2: Talk to me. It's Talk so to me.
12: common right now to catch a 20-fish limit of really nice rockfish, whitefish, some ling cod. We, we even had a few days where we caught a bunch of barracuda with a couple of white sea bass.
2: Wow. Wow. Well, I, yeah, I, the, I mean, the one thing I'll say about Santa Barbara is the quality. Okay, because everybody's, oh, you can get some rockfish locally, but not at that quality. Mm-hmm. So up, up there in Santa Barbara, uh, we're talking big reds. I mean, some big, big reds. So, and the lingcod cod is. We're as doing well. a lot
12: of big reds, chuckleheads, all kinds. Listen, fishing, right? This is the time of year to do this. Mm-hmm. Right here, right now, this is it. This is a, my
2: favorite time of year to fish up here. Yeah, well, you know, out of the long uh, long range, when I used to go long range, I, I would not go until after October 1st, and the reason is that's the end of hurricane season. Hmm. Everything lays down, it's a lot nicer. It might be a little crisper, quote unquote, of the air, mm-hmm. but who cares, put on a jacket, right? But it, it it's uh, less wind, flatter seas, it, it's really a good thing. All right, J- uh, Jason, do me a favor. If people want to fish uh, up there with you, where do they go? Is there a website? Is there a phone number? What do they do?
12: Go to com right now and get on the Coral Sea or the startus. I would Weekdays have some room right now, but weekends are pretty much booked up right now. But if, if, if we do have room on weekdays.
2: Yeah, so uh, best thing to do is say this. Tell your call in sick, tell call your boss sick. that your, you know, your arm was in a cast, you couldn't come into work. <laughs> Okay, or you couldn't answer the phones because you were on another line. So that, that's all good. That's tell them
12: you have COVID, and you can, be, you can go fishing for 14
7: days straight if
2: you want to. Oh, well, okay, you know what? There's right, a loophole right, right there. Then stick have it to COVID the man. For days. <laughs> <laughs> we can stick it to the man. Sorry, i got a quarantine on a party boat. Yeah! I'm digging but it. But don't
12: come out if you actually have COVID. No, do <laughs> If right. you want to give
2: me the excuse
12: to have COVID, I'm going to go fishing for the next half a month. <laughs> Feel free.
2: We'd love to have you. All right, Jason. Thank you so much. Uh, big, huge <laughs> hugs to you and Jamie. Have a great week. Thanks for giving us the info. All right, and folks, Santa Barbara Sport Fishing with the Stardust and the. And please sea. fill that little
12: thing out and support our sport fishing boat, Please. You got because it. Let me tell you, you don't want to wait
2: to do this this time. People. No, this is not one to Hit wait for. Hit it hard, please. Hit it hard. You got it. All right, Rhonda, take us out.
4: This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLA. We'll be right back.
3: Just a drop of water in and in the sea, all we do. Angels Radio, AM
9: 830. Angels Radio. AM AMA 30.
3: Come back and see me.
7: Three days to living room. I realize love this on my fault, but couldn't tell you. Yesterday, you've forgiven me, but it was going to be two days till I say I'm sorry.
6: Hope oh, that now I will
7: watch a hoodwink because I make you stop thinking. You'll think you're looking at comments.
4: i summon fish oh. to the dish on the world. like 30, KLAA.
2: Ah, okay, okay, I'm digging, I'm digging, I'm digging. Carson, what do you think of that voice?
5: I think she should be the permanent announcer for
2: the show. You know, I, if I could get her up, that's a problem. She won't get up. Okay, I've, I've told her every time, "Yo, let's go, let's go, let's go." But uh, no, she that doesn't get up. Anyway, but she definitely wants to be a, a an angler. Uh, how does I, that happen?
4: Well, I'll get up to go fishing.
2: Well, look at, I'll take you fishing after the show. Okay, okay. we could do that. We could do that. All right, very, very cool, very cool. Hey, one of the things that um, uh, Jamie and Jason were mentioning is that this is a great time to get on the water. I don't know if you guys have noticed. Um, the last few weeks, we've had a little bit of a wind. It's been a little choppy, but everything's laying down. In fact, I'm going out Monday on the center console, I'm getting back on the AC sled. I haven't been on that boat in over a month. You know, i have been traveling so much, and we'll touch on some of that. Um, Oh, I, I I just got a message here, Rhonda, from my dear friend Gary. He says I'm fired. It means you're hired. So you're the <laughs> Thanks, self Gary. you're the self-proclaimed CFO. Yes, so, I am. Okay, so you you get you get going. But anyway, I say um, everything is really really good. I used to plan my long-range trips after October 1st because it's the end of hurricane season, and um, it really makes for a you know a solid solid. Uh, trip out there. So good weather means good fishing. Okay, uh, I'd like to get started on some of the local fishing. Um, Steve Carson, I've received a question here. I'm going to reserve for you. Okay, and um, we got a lot of guys are still fishing the tuna, and they're out, they're wondering what our best guess is for the end of October. Now I know it's four weeks away. But I think we can make some best-guess predictions. What, what, well,
5: what? It, it, do you want to look at the last 50 years or do you want to look at the last five years?
2: we got to look at the last five because the last 50 don't make sense. <laughs> right well,
5: exactly. Well, that I, I think that's my point. If you, if, you, if you look at the last 50 years, then it's probably over by the end of October. Um, but if you look at the last five years... Um, It's going strong, and really, you can look for the local tuna in one form or another, whether they're way out at the Tanner Bank or down in off the Nine off San Diego or or wherever they are, or at at Desperation Reef. Uh, That bite usually goes past Thanksgiving and into the first week of December. Uh, I, I shouldn't say usually. It has for the last five years. And for about half of those five years, about two and a half of them, the fish didn't even go very far. They went maybe, uh, you know, 100 miles south and, and were, were definitely in the general vicinity. They weren't biting very well, but they were physically there. So, uh, you know, which prediction do you want to use? Uh, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I think. I don't
5: know. It's your job. It's your job to make absolute declarative statements.
2: Okay, so I'll, I'll stick my neck out. I, I have a feeling this is going to continue as long as we don't have any major storm front coming, and there isn't. I don't see any. I think the fish are going to be stuck in those warm pockets of of warm water that that are out there. Um, we've got the Tanner Banks and the Cortez Banks at full speed. Okay, um, they're catching. Bluefin tuna anywhere between 20, 30 pounds, all the way to the 200-plus uh, beasts, okay? Um, if you go down south, there go. yeah.
0: Let's not forget about all the way up to 395.4. Yeah, I, I, I just thought
2: about that, and we'll, and we'll talk about that mm-hmm. right after this part here. Um, okay, so you got bluefin over the tanners. You got some good yellowtail action as well. And then if you go... The other way out of San Diego, you go into Mexican waters, the yellowfin has just gone crazy. In fact, I expect to get a call here shortly from uh, Captain Rick Scott on the Ocean Odyssey. I think he's on a a two-and-a-half-day, day Day one, limits of bluefin, so I'm sure he's going the other way. So they're still catching uh, yellowfin tuna and limits. I think the the Grande, the Tribute, they all came back with limits of yellowfin tuna. Uh, Also some uh, Dorado and Yellowtail mixed in. So, uh, the fishing looks like it's going to continue, okay? The the water is warm. I mean, really, really, really warm. And further, the further south, the warmer it gets. In fact, we were in the East Cape with Ronda, and even though we were, like, on the inside of the Sea of Cortez, we're not that far away from Cabo, the tip. And it was 88-degree water, 88 degrees. So there is some of that warm water. If that thing gets pushed up, I mean, it's going to be... Coming up and up, and we were at Cedrus at the beginning of the month or the mid, mid, mid month of September, and it was very warm water there as well. I think we were in a, a very, very high 70s uh, at Cedrus. That's only what 400 miles or so. Well, what is Cedrus from here? About 500 miles, Steve, from the, from the border? Uh, I think it's
5: 360. I'd
2: have to double check. That. Uh, 360. Look at perfection. That's why I go to Steve Carson. All right. Um, so that's not that far away so there's a lot of stuff that could be happening so I think for that the end of the month there's a lot of guys that have some charters um, going at the end of the month I would highly recommend that you are prepared like we've been talking about that the entire season you got to have something for light you know something light I would say 25 to 30 pound test all the way to 130. Okay, so you're going to need those four or five setups that T- Steve always posts on uh, Friends of Angler Chronicles. Highly recommend. Steve, why don't you post it again, and he'll give you the breakup of the must-have five. Okay, now, if you've got more rods, bring more, but there's four or five rods that you must have, four or five systems. Okay, so you want 20 to 30. I would tell you a 40, a 60, and an 80 to 100. That's the bare minimum four. Okay, if you have for, the hip.
5: Sure you, got, you got it. You, people have to look at fishing rods as golf clubs. Correct. I, I can't tell you how often online on, on all the various social media platforms, somebody says, uh, you know, on a Monday, I'm going out on Friday. I don't want to bring too much stuff. What rod do? What one rod should I bring? It's impossible to predict. It's even impossible to predict on the day you are leaving. Because there's a lot of schools of tuna out there, and the the school that ends up under the boat that you're on, uh, the fish may be 25 pounds, and they may be 250 pounds, and it may change during the middle of the day. Correct. And if you, you know, basically, the, the you know, the the trick with all tuna fishing is use the heaviest line you can get away with at that particular hour because it's going to change. So you may be on a school of 25-pounders that, that only want to bite on 25- or 30-pound test line, and that's great. You know what? Even the old guys can do that. And an hour later, you may have 100, 150, or 200-pounders under the boat, and you better be able to, to change and react. Um, and, and another thing is, is, is uh, you want to kind of discount the luck catches. It seems like we, we often read about uh... this guy or that guy or that gal uh... you know caught a hundred fifty pounder on their thirty pound rig well that's a swell and good for them but two different things to look at that's probably you know one out of fifty of those fish that size hooked that were landed on that gear A, and b if you fought it for an hour and a half that means everybody was not fishing while they watched you
2: <laughs> correct correct all right so anyway um, very important. Have that set up and and, and ready to go. And, and I'll put that list up uh, during the break. I appreciate that. Okay. And then as far as tackle, I think right now if you had um, the right size hooks, um, you know, I'm not a big, huge circle hook or MUTU guy unless the fish are over 100 pounds. But, you know, it wouldn't hurt to be, be ready for it because, like Steve said, you don't know what's going to, what's going to bite okay and um, the funny thing is you 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 cast out thinking these are going to be 20 30 pounders and you you catch an 80 pounder and then you go oh wow and if you're unlucky then it'll be over a hundred and that just you know you got all the wrong gear so you got to be prepared you got to be ready um um, take fresh fluorocarbon. i can't stress that enough Fluorocarbon does have a shelf date, in my opinion, especially if it's touched salt water. It just doesn't stand up for more than two two trips. That's max. Okay, you always want to have fresh knots, fresh line. Um, make sure that you check your your knots at the hook after every single fish. Very important. Uh, make sure you got the right size. Uh, these fish have been a little bit of hook shy. Okay, so you definitely want to. Make sure you use the smallest possible hook that you can get away with. Um, lately, it's been a number one or a number two. Not two o or one number one or number two. And, um, and just be prepared. Flat falls, uh, all the other stuff, uh, all that stuff works. Have it ready. Inline sinkers for bait. Have, just be ready, all right, for just about anything. Okay, so the nice thing, Steve, is uh, on these tuna trips, you don't need to pack a whole bunch of stuff. You can pack some irons, but you don't, you don't need to bring that huge tackle box anymore. You need a few weights, I would say, you know, from a size 4, a 4-ounce four torpedo to an 8-ounce torpedo. That would get you okay out there. And then some hooks, some line. And maybe a flat fall or 2 and that pretty much going to take care. Oh, don't forget the rubber bands. Okay, you're going to need rubber be, bands be careful who you be,
5: be careful who you criticize for, for uh, bringing huge tackle boxes.
2: That was, was box. meant so, for you, my dear friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but,
5: but one other thing I should add to that is the hook companies, and not pointing any fingers, uh, they don't exactly cooperate with each other on hook sizes. And the sizes are not standardized. So if you have been using one particular size or brand and or the cap says, get this size and this brand, whatever it may be, and you get some other brand and especially some other style, you better eyeball it compared to the, to the, to the hooks that you're originally working against. They may be substantially bigger or smaller and not work out at all. So don't uh-huh. just go by what the label on the package says. You got to eyeball them.
2: All right. Hang on, Steve. Go ahead, Rhonda.
4: This is the CFO of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLAA. We'll be right back.
7: Look up here. How are you there? Take time to make time, make time to be there.
1: Welcome back to hour number two. With more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles.
2: Welcome back, everybody. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30K LAA. This is Angler Chronicles. And you know what? I would, you would guess, uh, Tony, that if we're going to have a welcome back for the sheriff himself, you would think it'd be Rhonda, right? Well, Rhonda had to go make a, a visit to the ladies room, so sorry, Danny, you're not going to get Rhonda welcoming you. But anyway, without further ado, the sheriff, the slinger himself, my dear friend, Mr. Danny Jackson. Good morning, sir.
13: Well, good morning. And you know, I'm sorry she, she's not at the mic right now because I was going to lead off with good morning, Rhonda and everybody else. <coughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're the L's. We're the L's. Okay.
13: Very you, you, good. You're the L's. Yeah. Well, you know what? Seriously. She, well, that's serious, but, um, what a breath of fresh air, Rhonda is. I, I love it when she on, she's on the show, Sergio.
2: You know, and, what? It, uh, it's, yeah, it's, one of the things that we take for granted. Okay. And that's, you know, because we've been doing it for so long, she's relatively new fisher, Fisherman, fisher person, whatever, angler, and anglerette, anglerette, um, and, and so uh, you, you see the joys, the first time joys, you know, the smiles, the excitement, you know, a lot of the stuff we take for granted because we've been doing it for so long, you know, um, we we actually think of other things. For her, it's the excitement and and wait, because I mean, we were going to talk about everything that happened down in the East Cape this this last week, it's crazy what's going on over there. And there's Marlin all over the place. She got a chance to bait, set the hook, and fight and uh, completely on 30 pound, okay? 130 pound Marlin, okay? And she landed it, you know? And uh, no chair, no belt, okay? I said, no chair, no belt, and so, <laughs> Um, we'll talk a, lot, a little bit about that, but you know that—that's the wonderful thing. Of she—oh, she just came in, uh, Danny, and she's got all her smiles. She knows we're talking about her. All right, go ahead and say good morning, Danny Jackson, uh, Rhonda.
4: Good morning, Danny.
2: Good morning,
13: Rhonda. I was just saying, uh, good morning, Rhonda, and everybody else. That's all it says. <laughs> so anyway, no, Sergio. I, you know, I—I talked with you, and of course, I talked with john also about your trip to east cape I, I i seriously can't wait to start working on this episode because uh the footage you guys got and and uh, of course Rhonda is just icing on the cake you're you're so fortunate you know i have a wife too that that um does fish I and mean, you know not like Rhonda, but uh she does fish and has fish with me for years and i was going to say but uh quickly uh, congratulations to Andrew. Is he is he still on there? Is Andrew yeah. still there? Yes,
0: right
13: Andrew. Um, I want to say congratulations on your wedding, your big event. And uh, Sergio, you were saying, you know what, yeah. what keeps uh, what keeps a couple married for many years? You know, Kathy and I have been married for fifty two years, mm-hmm. but in my in my case, it was I was fortunate enough to find a woman who would put up with my various obsessions. Uh, including, including, but not limited to, sport fishing.
2: Oh, ditto. Me <laughs> so, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
13: right. I, I overdid everything, but, but, but she see, put no, up but, with but, all but, that.
2: Okay, Danny. I'm going to stop you there because there's something that, you know, I think we look at it, oh, we're so blessed. They let us go. I think you know what it is, Danny? It's great. I get them out of the house for a while. <laughs> okay? So they get us out of the house, so I think that that's good stuff here. Good stuff. Okay. So, yeah, well, yeah. Hey, Danny, it's before b- before I get you going right here, I've got a call coming in, okay? I've got to get this. It's a captain that's going out. So just hang on tight, okay? Uh, sure, Let's go sure. ahead and queue up. It looks like that has to be Captain Woolley, okay? Um, uh, can you hear me back there? There you are. Okay, Brian Woolley, Captain Brian Woolley. Is this you? Hey, what's happening, Morning. Well, Hey, dude, uh, first, before we go anywhere... I want to thank you for an amazing, fun um, Angler Chronicle School. We had Charter uh, on the boat on Wednesday on the Sun Fun. How much fun was that? Oh, I think we had a good time. I mean, did did we reach limits? I mean, to me, I thought we were. if we didn't get limits, we were right there, right? Knocking at the door.
0: We we were were pretty close. I think we had our five fish on those reds, for sure. But everything else, I think we still had a couple maybe a few more to go. It was
2: good enough, though. Yeah, really good enough. Now, uh, so thank you on that. It was a great trip. We even got a lingcod. Um, did I read right that you went to, to uh, Catalina and cut some yellowtail? Yeah, we were there yesterday. Yeah,
0: we were fishing up the back there a little bit, and uh, yeah, we had some shots later in the afternoon of some of that fish. Kind of were kind of poking our way back east to kind of start heading home. We found a little our deal and got a few out of it. The okay, lines over there, so still so brutal.
2: Uh, around the three V's area in the back part there. Yeah, we are outside that sector there. Yep. Uh, okay, very good. Yep. Now, the reason I'm asking is, I'm going Monday. I'm heading, going out fishing. I didn't know if I'm going to stay, stay local on the center console, if I'm going to make the trek across, and if it's worth the uh, the trip on the center console, that would definitely be really good weather on Monday. And um,
7: yeah,
2: you should, you yeah. All right, so talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. What you want to know? Our local
11: team here. I well, we went in and
0: we fished a little bit of bass when we were doing with our rockfish. You saw that there's some potential there. If we can get like a little bit of current at the right water temperature, you know, there's there's some decent bass action. We've had really good bait, gosh. Our bait's been phenomenal. That little five inch sardine mm-hmm. been really nice. So we've been able to uh, catch some of that with that at the right times, you know, with the right conditions. Happy fishing, kind of doing that. They've been bass fishing. You guys are bringing some of that exotic bait, like the uh, glam or the shrimp. Set up their dropper lanch and catch some sheephead, some sand bass, some sculpin like that off the bottom too. And then, I, yeah, our three quarter days in. Like you mentioned, some rockfish in the mornings, either on the anchor, depending on the conditions or the drift. You know, that fish moves around a lot down there, especially when there's bait. You know, it's funny. You remember when we stopped on our first spot and you dropped down? You're like, oh, I feel mud. You remember saying that? Right. Right. So a lot of that fish those. Oh, that stuff moves around a lot out there on that hard bottom. Sometimes you catch it even in the mud. At least. That stuff like sand dust before we you have your sonar on you find schools of that stuff on the bottom
12: you're like this stuff's
0: nowhere near the, that. the hard bottom it's on the mud and we'll set up on it
12: and that's yeah, on it
0: too so that stuff moves around so like i said some days on the anchor some days on the drift it all depends and we try and fold in a little bit of bass too to round
2: out our game. you know i'm getting a couple of okay. questions uh, on social media uh, while we're talking and They're asking about the bass, so let me just say this. One of the things that we were very successful in the bass is the fact that you found that the kelp is actually growing. You said you you hadn't fished this particular area in a month and you couldn't believe how much the kelp has grown. It was all the way to the surface. In addition to that, some of the adjustments, okay? Don't throw 40 pound in the kelp, okay? You might wanna go down to 20, 15, okay? Those are the right line sizes for that A small hook. Your bait is phenomenal. That's Some of the best sardines I've seen for bass in a long time. But also mixed in were some of those smaller mackerels. Okay, right. if you're able to put on a little mackerel and fly line it in there, you're gonna get bit. And then you need to exercise patience because these bigger bass, they're gonna eat a mackerel, are gonna take you into the weeds and they're gonna get you stuck. And so it's all up to you. To get it, get them out. And the best way is, you know, make sure you got a good solid hook set. When you feel a little stuck, don't pull back. You're just getting them deeper and deeper. Put in free spool, wait them out. They will swim. Once they swim, they're stuck. I mean, we, I got, right. I got like two or three legal uh, fish on, on on that system. So it's all good. It's all good.
0: Just got to keep it tight. That's what we tell our guys. Just keep that rod bent and keep it tight. Sometimes you just slack off a little bit. That thing will wiggle its way out. To be able to get back on the reel and get something out of that
2: kelp, for sure. All right. Well, listen, Brian. I want to thank you again for uh, for uh, a great trip. I mean, your your crew is phenomenal. I've always said, you know, one of the best run and most professional landings probably up and down the coast has to be Dana War Sport Fishing. Uh, you guys, you, you guys are on, on on it. You know, and extreme help. I know we had a really light uh, load, but I like it that way. If I'm going fishing, I don't want to. Fish with a hundred people, you know. I like the way we did right. it was perfect. It, it's all about bringing the right gear, right people. So, uh, Brian, what what's the best way of uh, hooking up on a on a boat there at uh, Dana Wharf? So, there's
0: a couple ways you can guys get a hold of us. You can obviously we have our website DanaWharf.com. You can check us out there. We're pretty active on social media, both Instagram and on Facebook. So you can check us there, and uh, you, know, you can look online. This time of year you know reservations aren't i mean they're very important on the weekends during the week you could probably show up and get on a boat but this time of year the whole reservation program is going to help guarantee that the boat gets away from the dock right so you can build right. a trip around the, the demand so i always tell people just call and make a reservation regardless where you think you're going to be able to walk up and get a spot on the boat so our office phone number here is 949-496-5794 so and we'll get
2: you on all right well listen go have a great day catch a bunch and uh looking forward to fishing with you real soon and and, and stay tuned i'll let you know about that captain's episode that i want to do okay cool cool
0: thanks
2: for the time guys have a great day we'll talk to you later all right thanks brian all right brian captain brian woolley from dana worth sport fishing okay sorry about that jackson but he's uh i know he's no, at the ba- he's at the bait receivers so <laughs> we want to make sure oh he no tell.
13: no that's 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 fine I always love to hear from brian of course and all your captains. You know, uh you get these live reports from your captains on Saturday morning. I mean, how how cool is that, Sergio? You know, oh yeah. Um cool. anyway, where were we? Well, okay. Uh we're talking about uh, being married for fifty two years here. Uh and Kathy and I, because of our age, we just we were able to get our
2: booster shot. You know, hold, last on a second, week, so. Jackson, hold on. hold yeah, It must be it must be The the fact that you said we've been married for 52 years, the music comes on, we've got to go to break. (laughs) Rhonda, take us out. Go ahead. All right. I always like putting her on the spot. Let's see. He does.
4: He does. (laughs) This is Anger Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLIA, and we will be right back. (laughs)
3: The world was on
7: fire.
9: AM 830.
8: Why settle for one boat when you can have access to nearly 20 in Huntington Beach and San Diego? With a Freedom Boat Club membership, enjoy fishing, water sports, and exploring local waterways aboard late model boats from top brands. Call 888-781-7363 today to learn about our one-time entry fee, low monthly membership dues, and three free months when you join the club. That's 888-781-7363 or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details.
3: Angels Radio,
9: AM eight thirty. California,
4: the music's sound of party. California, of party. And welcome back to Angel Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM eight thirty, KLAA.
2: Look at you! Look at that! You see that, Jackson? Yeah, very good. <laughs> All right. Well, before before everyone lets you go, because this has to do with what's playing tomorrow. Andrew, you have a huge announcement.
0: Oh yeah, Tony, you ready?
2: Tony, you ready? Let's, let's do it. Lobster season
3: is open. Official lobster season is now open. Yeah, you guys are only fourteen
2: minutes late.
3: Well, we had to, you know, we had to give some time. Fourteen there.
2: minutes. I'm already picking up my first. Uh, <laughs> Your first. My hoop. first hoops. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, yeah. All right, so everybody, um, be safe out there. I know you're out there, guys. Uh, be safe. The other thing I want to say, because I know she's listening, is happy birthday, Dory. Do you know everybody, uh, Dory's birthday, Rhonda? Say happy birthday.
3: Happy birthday, Dory. Happy birthday, Dory.
2: Happy birthday, Dory, from all of us here at Angler happy Chronicles. Birthday, Dory. There you go. All right, Let me, um, let me go back to Danny Jackson. There you go.
13: Okay, well, you're talking about lobsters, so let's do that. First of all, before I forget it, I was going to tell Tony, uh, when you go out tonight uh, hoop knitting, say hello to Captain Kevin for me at Breakwall Fishing. I I know oh, him yeah. real well. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. Anyway, yeah. Sergio, uh, tomorrow, starting tomorrow at eight thirty tomorrow morning, in honor of the, our new brand new lobster season, which opened uh, I see fourteen minutes ago or 15. thirteen. 15 15 <laughs> 15 minutes okay uh, we're gonna run big bass and bugs okay this was uh, actually our very first show and it's a and you know I was uh, tweaking it a little bit this last week and it, it's a great episode and uh, it's it's hoop netting great bass fishing along the wall but um, mainly uh, what's very timely is hoop netting inside the Long Beach Federal Breakwater, the wall, mm-hmm. and uh, so a lot, lot of good tutorials and a lot of big bugs that uh, uh, Chris Bona, Bobby Martinez,
2: uh, and Robert Wynn, yeah, and we had Robert Wynn yeah. and Masaki. Right. So well, I'm, I'm saying this, when you guys watch this tomorrow, because even though it was one of our first, our first show, um, it's still very good. If, if you pay attention, you, you'll, you'll see what locations we use. and although every year is different. Um, a lot of things remain the same, okay? And if you pay attention to what Chris Bona is saying in his tutorials and what to look for, um, sometimes you don't have to go too far out, okay? I mean, we've also done an episode of Catalina dropping the, the nets, you know, 178 feet, okay? But you don't want to pull by hand 178 when you can pull 30 to 40, so, um, and even less. So pay attention, it's a great one. And then once you set your hoops, go fishing like we did. While you wait, we'd get a little fishing uh, going on there at the wall, and then come back and pick them up. So it's fantastic. What are yeah, the times? It's,
13: it's, a, it's a great episode, Sergio. And be, before I check out here, I just want to uh, quickly let the listeners know what we've got coming up here soon on Angry Chronicles Television. Uh, first of all, the Dream Extreme Derby from Lake Elsinore. John tells me that one is next, so we're looking forward to that. Then we do have, if I'm not mistaken, we have two, count them two, Ocean Odyssey episodes, Sergio. Uh-huh. Correct. Correct. And then Salmon Falls from Ketchikan, Alaska. Correct. We've got the Fireman's Fish Off coming up. Uh-huh. Cedrus Island coming up. East Cape. Then uh, a special on Long Beach sport fishing, and then of course our Freedom Boat Club uh, special we do every year. We'll be airing. Uh, and one, and one months. that
2: you don't even know about that I put together on Wednesday while I was talking to Brian Woolley. What I'd like to do is, uh, and I'll talk to uh, Steve Facudo here, uh, probably grab a day and a half on the El Dorado, and it's going to be a, a challenge. Uh, I'm going to have every landing gets to send three of their captain deckhand combinations, three people, Okay. Come on the boat, and we'll do a little challenge. And see who ends up with the biggest fish with what landing. They'll fish as a team on, on the El Dorado, and we'll have a little trophy. And we'll do a perpetual trophy that we can do from then on. Okay, so I love uh, it. Yeah, so it, we'll get, I love it. This, I love that that idea. It'll bring out all the captains. I, I think it'd be uh, really good, really good. Okay, so
13: all good. Okay. All right. All right. Very good. Well, thanks a lot, uh, Sergio and Rhonda. Thank you for being there this morning, my dear. You are a breath of fresh air. I got to say that. So.
2: Thank you, Danny. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, that you guys voice, have Danny. a great weekend. All right, thanks, Danny. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right. Let me uh, let me go. Let me. Well, let's welcome in uh, Oliver Solis from Fishing Syndicate. Okay. And at the same time, let's welcome in Steve Phelps from Long Beach Sport Fishing and oliver hang on tight steve good morning hey good morning guys okay that's your cue (laughs) (laughs) what am i what am i waiting for i i i know i like to (laughs) i always do this i can't believe i don't don't do it on purpose steve but uh steve (laughs) long beach sport fishing in other words give us the the 411 the information what's going on at long beach sport fishing with the boats
5: well, let's start with the Eldorado. Uh, Eldorado's been down for maintenance this week. Uh, we're back in action, though, but we did make one trip um, fishing San Nick. <laughs> I heard that. Fishing <laughs> San Nick Island. That
2: would be Oliver, <laughs> not me.
5: Yeah, I know. That's what I was waiting for. It um, fish San Nick Island. You know, had pretty easy sack limits of, of fish. Nice big reds, lingcod, cod, sheephead, a few yellowtail. It's really good fishing. The Eldorado is, uh, is online to depart nightly at 8.30 p.m. for Island Freelance. Right now, we we are not targeting the tuna. Um, you know, we do have a lot of guys that actually prefer to, you know, to fish the island, go load up at San Nick. That's one of our top destinations for the El Dorado. And uh, it's been really good fishing. Um, let's see here. We got the Victory. Victory's been bouncing around local. It limits the rockfish, whitefish, sheephead. It's been really good. Um, nice light loads during the week and even on the weekends, guys. So the Victory is departing. Every day at 6 a.m. for local three-quarter day. and um, we, have we have a trip on Thursday.
2: We have a trip on Thursday on the Victory. So, folks, um, make sure you could get a hold of Steve um, either by phone, although he prefers, and I think it's the best way, is o- online. Make a reservation. I know we're we're getting close, but let, let's, get, let's get out there. Come join me and Ron and maybe Tony and, and Rhonda. You have to work. You can't go. Now, so uh, we'll go out there, and Oliver, maybe you can come out, and we'll just go out there and uh, catch some fish and and have a good day on the water. Okay? Yeah, you guys have lots of room still on that that trip Thursday. So, um,
5: you know, go ahead and book through the website, guys. The website is longbeachsportfishing.com, and then you uh, click book online. If you have any other questions, you can give us a call at 562-432-8993. If you don't mind, Sergio, I'd like to mention – Mention a trip I just put online. I put the Dreamer for another open party trip, departing Saturday the 9th, fishing the 10th. So six-pack on the Dreamer. Go catch some yellowtail with Captain Allen.
2: Oh, absolutely. Watson can, can put some fish on that boat. So very, very cool. All right, my friend. Thank you, Steve. Uh, one more time, the website and phone number. It's longbeachsportfishing.com. And the
5: phone number is 562 432 8993. And I hope you guys all have a good day.
2: All right. And I hope you heard me when I was talking to uh, to Danny. I really want to do an episode probably in, in December where we are going to invite three representatives of, of every landing that we work with. OK. And it'll be captains and deckhands only. OK. No public. It's captains and deckhands only to come on the El Dorado on a day and a half. Old us old schooler love to go to the San Nicholas Island, and um, Jeff has it dialed in. So we'll go and we'll have a little trophy, a perpetual trophy, um, and we'll see who wins. I think it'd be a great challenge, and we'll film that. Okay, so that,
5: that sounds fun. That sounds
2: fun. And I will allow you to have a team from Long Beach Sport Fishing. Okay, so maybe you can be on the team. Okay. All right,
0: thanks, guys. Get thank yourself
2: you. a deckhand and a, and a captain or something like that because Jeff and his people are not going to be eligible. Okay, so um, we'll make it happen. All right, Steve? All right,
5: well, I appreciate the time, guys. Uh, you guys have a good day, and I'll talk to you next
2: week. You got it, brother. Talk to thanks, you later. Man. All, right, All right, Oliver, thank you for not making too much fun of it. I know you were going to play the Ice Ice Baby. I knew you were going to. I heard it in the background. It was just
6: a, was just a quick intro. I, we
7: missed him
2: last week. He wasn't on. Ah, that's right. He wasn't on last week. Okay. Well, uh, I don't want to go too too far without just getting into um, why I have Rhonda here this morning, and that's we just got back from our East Cape trip. Okay, and so you know, I I can tell you guys through the photos. I you know I put a lot of photos up and stuff, but nobody can tell like the like the person herself okay you were there you, you you say you ruled the world here's the one benefit something I've been able to put to rest uh, a few years ago maybe three years now we were fishing uh, what they call rooster alley and Steve I know you fish there it's where the lighthouse is in the East Cape okay and you know they were looking for roosters and I happened to put my rod I put a bait out there and I went to get a, a Diet Coke out of the, the cooler and backed off the dragon. As i going there, I you know, you always keep an eye on your rod. I saw it twitch. I went up there. I grabbed it off the rod holder and it was a 90 pound sailfish. Since that day, I've had to live with you stole my fish. You did. Now, I don't know how I stole that fish because she had a rod. You had a rod in your hand. You had a bait in the water, you and, and, and Ron both. Mine was on the rod holder.
4: You still stole it.
2: I stole it. So, Mm -hmm. I have not lived that down until this trip. Until this trip. So, Mm -hmm. it's over, right? I'm making you say it to all these, like, all four listeners Uh that we have. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, you got to tell everybody, it's over, right? It is
4: over because I caught something bigger than you did.
2: Whoa. Which I thought mean?
4: it was bigger than your sailfish.
2: It was big, okay. Thank you for saying it, it was bigger than my sailfish, yes. not bigger. Okay, go ahead.
4: It was bigger than your sailfish. And I have to <laughs> I have Paco to thank for that because he pointed that out to me. So we could <laughs> let that go now. <laughs>
2: All right. So I'd like to get your impression of this particular trip, what what you liked, uh, what you experienced, et cetera.
4: This trip was really a lot of fun. I, it was nice because we got to spend some extra time and just enjoy the resort. We got to enjoy fishing. Um, and I caught a striped marlin. So that was my big excitement and my big fish of this trip. It was amazing. And we caught it on the fishing syndicate rod. And the I think it was the accurate six hundred narrow. narrow, which I like those narrows a lot. Um, and it was just a really, really great trip, and I loved it. And I caught a great striped marlin,
2: yeah, and, which and, I didn't uh, expect to catch. So let me let me go back so that our listeners know we we took um, I only took five or six rods this time for you and I both to share. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did most of your work on your what do you call it, the diamond series? My diamond series, okay. yeah, it's a seven foot medium, mm-hmm. okay, so it's the F S uh, C composite seven hundred M, okay, with a five hundred narrow. Okay, so we a little bit smaller yeah. reel and you we had I think fifty pound braid with a forty pound, thirty pound top shot, and that's what you got your Marlin. Mm-hmm. Um, we weren't expecting Marlin Murray. No. Right? We were expecting those smaller school-sized tuna, mm-hmm. probably in the 20-30 pound range, and then what happened?
4: Well, that's the thing. I I had uh, weights on mine, and I was going to the bottom because that's where we well, were. okay, we were so fishing. let
2: me right. So so why? Okay, so let me explain why you had weight on the bottom. We were in 270 feet of water and very, very hard bottom with some uh, rocks, were, were mm-hmm. a reef down there. And Paco says, really good pargo, really good mm-hmm. cabrilla, and that's fun uh, fishing there and great great table fare. And so you had, that's why you had the way. Mm-hmm. Little did we know that mm-hmm. on the bottom, you would gonna get bit by a, a striped marlin. Yeah,
4: and it just took off, and I was like, what is I? I thought I lost my bait because it just for a little while there, it just felt like super light, and I was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna reel it in and do something." And then I felt <laughs> it. It was like, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, I think I have something!" And <laughs> you're like, "Oh my god, Rhonda!" It came flying out of the water. It was spectacular, so much fun, and so exciting. Um, the first time I caught a billfish, it was great. And then all I heard was Sergio telling me I had to keep my rod tip at a 45-degree angle. So I, that's all I really looked at was the rod tip. I had to make sure that it was bent. Um, and I was just reeling in, just pulling on this fish, trying not to lose it because I had to beat that sailfish. So it was good. We had a great time.
2: Very, very good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so before you keep going, let me bring in Captain Rick Scott because Captain Rick Scott. I uh, actually know we got to go to break, but, Crick, hang on tight, Rick, on the Ocean Odyssey. We're going to talk to him. All right, go ahead, take us out. Okay,
4: this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM 30, and we will be right back.
10: Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always
9: eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor
7: of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest.
10: The perfect day is my family
5: and I on the boat, out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways.
9: Angels Radio.
0: AM 30
7: Coming to you on a dusty road. Good Welcome love back me. to Angel Chronicles
4: on Angels Radio AMA30. KLA.
2: We're coming to you, not from a dusty road, from a... from. Of, this isn't a dusty studio, it's very clean.
4: It's very nice.
2: And we got the man himself, Mr. Howard Drescher. We got the man handling the... Howard, we love you, bud. We love you. All right, so we were... Uh, let me go to real quick to Captain mm-hmm. Rick Scott on the Ocean Odyssey. Good morning, Rick.
11: Good morning. How's everybody
2: doing today? Dude, you're doing really good. I heard you got limits of bluefin yesterday on your, on your first day. Yeah, we did.
11: It was good, good fishing, calm weather, so we're having fun. Unlike the last trip, we had, we had limits the first day on the last trip, but the weather was horrible. So. We're having fun. We're going to see if we can get it done today, and uh, hopefully get off off
2: the bank here and maybe go look for some dorado. Okay. Well, let me tell you, one of your uh, – Protege's here, Rhonda. Good
4: morning, Rick.
2: Good morning, Rhonda.
4: I love fishing on your boat.
11: Ah, well, we love you love for you to come out fishing with us. Did they wake you up early and make you come in or are you getting a call in from home? No,
4: I'm here in studio. He he woke me up. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, you know, I, yeah, you know, here's the thing
2: is um, we never know if it's hea or Mia. Okay, and, and so he didn't mention he was coming. And Ron, that goes. He gonna be alone because Ron wasn't feeling that good. He got some stomach issues. So I said, you yeah, know, just stay home. And uh, Ben's on the water with that um, Wounded Warrior Project. Okay, and Carson's on. Is, he's on, but he's at home. Okay, calling in from um, you know online. So it was just gonna be me in studio. And I said, so you want to come in? We can talk about the East Cape. And she goes, oh, do I have to? I said, yeah, you do. And I, you know why I love it? Because now she gets to see what I do every single weekend. Okay, get up at 3 o'clock in the morning.
4: Well, I do get up at 3 to make sure you have fresh coffee. Yeah, but you can go back to sleep. But I do go back to sleep. <laughs>
2: all right. And Sebastian's making the coffee now, not you. So it, it's all But yeah.
4: I do make sure you're up.
2: You do make sure I'm up. That's Mm -hmm. right. All right. But anyway, she's in studio. I Mm -hmm. just wanted to mention this. Um, This is really cool um, uh, because you had a lot to do with it, Rick. You know, Rhonda has only been fishing for like maybe three or four years, um, and she's never picked up any bad habits. In other words, you know, all of us have taught her. And, And when she was on your boat, I just decided to take a back seat just let the deck hands and you walk her through, tell her what's going on, um, it, it makes it a lot easier so she doesn't feel the pressure of me saying stuff. And then what we do is we talk about it after the fact of what she needs to do. And I think um, all that work that you guys do, and I know you don't do it just for Rhonda, you do it for all your customer base, mm-hmm. especially the ladies. Because Ronda she goes, well, I want to go fishing on these party boats, but, you know, i got to go overnight. How's the bathroom? <laughs> you know, uh, is it friendly? I go, honey, honey, the, the Ocean Odyssey, mm-hmm. if you think about it, is run by, by um, Rick, but also Dina. Mm-hmm. Okay? And so she knows, okay, she knows the comforts that are needed. Yeah. And uh, it's a very clean boat. It's a very mm-hmm. professional boat. Uh, it's a lot of fun.
4: It is a lot of fun.
2: Okay, so, um, not, not a problem. Okay, so, anyway, uh, Rick, tell me something good. Well, we're
11: back on the tanner. We're anchored up. We're waiting for the fish to start biting so we can start our day. And, uh, like I said, hopefully catch our limits today and uh, get out of here and go find some Dorado. So, the weather's, weather's up a little bit from yesterday. It's a little rolly. Mm-hmm. It was pretty pretty calm yesterday. It was uh, hard to get a little sleep last night with the boat rolling around, but we're ready to do it. Okay. We're Just starting to wake up downstairs. We're pretty tired. We wore them out yesterday.
2: You gotta do it fishing, again. Uh... You get to wear them out today again.
11: <laughs> I hope so. I hope they bite today. There's a lot of boats this Saturday today, and right. there's very few boats. Where I was sitting yesterday, there was two of us, and where I'm sitting this morning, there's about.
2: 25 of us. Wow. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Are you looking for more bluefin or are you going for yellowfin? Yes, we are looking for more bluefin. We need
11: today's
2: limits. Okay. I see them on the machines, but we don't
11: have anybody fishing yet.
2: Okay. Um, Hmm. Question is this, Uh, how far south of the town do you have to go to start getting into the elephant?
11: Um, we don't know. There was some yellowfin below the Coronado's or just outside the Coronado's earlier this week, but in the last two days, it seems like it has dissipated. Uh, There was virtually, I don't think anything really caught yesterday. The day before was really slow. Mm -hmm. Um, I know the day before that was three days ago. We had, uh, 80. We, uh, did our first day out here, caught our days of, uh, first days is of the bluefin and we went in there. The second day we had almost 80 uh, elephant, and then the next
2: day it kind of went puts And we uh, have to get that located again. All right. Well, listen, uh, it's always a pleasure, always fun. You know, Rhonda, you're going to be—are you going to—she's tr- trying to stow away for the end of the month.
4: I'm not stowing away. I'm going on the trip.
2: Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Does, I'm telling you, oh, yeah. I'm, I, I love the Ocean so Odyssey. I, I guess
11: you're, you're taking, you're, you're gonna take
4: Sergio's spot. You're gonna stay home. It's <laughs> you gonna stay home. Yeah, I'll stay home. You wanna go? <laughs> yeah, you and Ron, I, you Ron, I, and Ron, and I'm going. I love that boat. I love Rick and the crew. They're so good, and they're not just good to 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 me, but everybody on the boat. They're so very helpful. Anybody that needs help, baiting, casting, they're just all over there. Um... The, the people on the boat, and it's just so nice because everybody's catching fish. Like, if they need a rod, you're handing off rods to people. They don't have the right gear. You guys are there taking care of that. It's great. I love it.
2: It's a one stop shop. I mean, mm-hmm. um, and what I like is, you know, the last trip, the biggest fish of the boat was caught by the youngest mm-hmm. member on yeah. the boat, Angler, which was 15 years old. And boy, did we take care of him. You know, I mean, I just love to see your deckhands and you, everybody around little David, and made sure that he was going to land that fish. But you do it with everybody, which is, that's the key. So a very, very well-run operation. Okay, very well-run operation. Thank you. All right, so you got any open dates for people to go to? I think towards the end of the month,
11: it is October already, right? Yes, I think we hit October yesterday. Towards the end of this month, we do have a trip that has some space. Um, and I know in November we do. And if you'd like to look at the schedule, see what we have for sure,
7: you can log on to
11: OceanOdysseyFishing com. Look right online, or give Dina a call at six one nine eight eight nine four five three five. And if there's a, a trip that you want to get on that's full, give her a call. She can put you on the standby list if somebody backs out.
2: Yeah, one of uh, one of the things right away. And uh, you, you know, guys, do this yeah. um, because. Um, there really is some droppage. In other words, people will last-minute cancel. I mean, we've had a lot of that this year. We don't understand it, but there's always, if you want to get in, because there's really good fishing going on, and these boats are full. So uh, just get on a waiting list, okay? All right, my friend. Go go, go! devastate them. Right. Take, take a photo for me so I can post up later.
11: You know, I can see it on my phone. Something's wrong with the uh, the lens on
2: my phone. I'll try to get some photos from people. the lens on my phone, something's wrong with it. And have one of your deck hands do it. Just put one in the put, it, put in their pocket as okay. soon as they gaff it, get it done. All right. All right. Say goodbye, then got it. Bye, Bye,
4: Rick. See you uh goodbye. in a few Bye, weeks. Uh-huh. everybody
2: have a great week. Mm-hmm. All right, you got it. You know, I'm getting all these all, right. all these comments here. Okay, somebody said that Rick couldn't talk when he heard your voice. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Okay, another one. Good morning, AC crew. It's really good to hear Rhonda's voice on the show. Missed you both last, uh, talk, oh, Taco talk Tuesday, because we had just gotten back from yes. escape. Mm-hmm. That's, that's Tom, so I wanna say hello to Tom, I wanna to say hello to everybody. Guys, it's just too many to mention, but I don't wanna miss anybody else, so better not mention anybody, but there's a lot of you. <laughs> um, let me do this. Andrew, you need to get going, right?
0: Yeah, I need to get going. Too many people are walking down this hallway. So. Okay, well, listen. <laughs> I keep it on mute. L-
2: listen, have a great rest of the honeymoon. Uh, get your butt back here. I told him we'd take him out to dinner. Absolutely. Be, uh, since we missed his uh, wedding. Yes. Okay? All right. Definitely. You be good. All right. See you guys later. do get him, Andrew. All right. So now, now, now you've got Steve, Oliver, and me, and, and Tony here. Mm-hmm. Um Let's finish up with this great trip. We had the Van Wormer Resorts. Mm-hmm. We stayed at the Hotel Palmas de Cortez. What did you think of the accommodations?
4: Outstanding. I It's 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 one of the best hotels in that area. It um, is the best it hotel. Is. In the area. <laughs> yeah. There's some of the other ones there that are a little bit more rustic. And mm-hmm. for me, um, it is... Steps above what you would normally expect from a place where your husband or so, your together so goes fishing. In
2: words that you let me just say it this way. It's more than a hotel. It's a resort. Yes. Okay, so a lot of times, you know, we go to um, Cancun and stuff. It is a resort. I mean, it's it's got restaurants inside if you want them. It's got a beautiful swim-up pool. We'll Mm -hmm. talk about that to a bar. That's good. good. That was a lot of good. Mm -hmm. All right, listen, we've got to take a short break, so you're on. You're on. on.
4: Okay. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AMA 30 L A A, and we'll be right back. to pay the rent,
7: to pay our share, the time.
9: Angels Radio.
10: AME30. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California, just south of the 405 Freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill.
4: Radio and
2: 30 K L A A. Okay, the only thing I'm gonna say is I could take her home with me.
7: <laughs>
2: See, she's the only thing I beg. Yeah. <laughs> she comes in the bag with me. That's because I catch and release everything. You, yes. You I caught a haven't. You haven't released, released no. me yet. <laughs> there you go. Yet. <laughs> Keyword. No, no, it's all good. <laughs> Listen, guys. Um uh, I wanna finish up. We only got about 15 minutes. Sure. Okay, so uh East Cape was amazing. It was amazing. Uh, You caught almost all your stuff, Mm -hmm. either on the 700 M, okay, on a 500 narrow, and if not, you caught everything else on the H, okay, which is my 800 H. Yes. Okay. And for that one, you had a 600 size reel, a Mm -hmm. narrow one as well. So you caught all your fish on 30 or 40 pound. You didn't need anything else. No and you did really well i'm very very impressed thank you okay i got a chance to um this is going to sound kind of weird because you guys have never heard me say this before but oliver i got to catch some stuff on the bass rod you've never heard me say that before huh oliver never have yeah this is uh so but let me tell you why okay (laughs) because my intention was to i took two m's Rhonda took her 700 m i brought my 800 m I figured that's a perfect size, okay, to fish 30 or 40 pound. But what happened was, you know, I go out there, she's using a rod, the captain's using a rod, the deckhand's using a rod. So by the time I'm, I'm looking, the only thing that I had left was the bass rod. Oh, poor me. Okay. No, I don't think so, that's accurate.
4: I think there was another rod so, left. You just chose the bass <laughs> rod because that's your favorite.
2: I was going to say, <laughs> conveniently, the only thing left from right. black is a, is a bass <laughs> rod. That was convenient. Right. But I, w- I, will, I will tell you this: I was, I, I was taught a lesson because um, mm-hmm. I was using 20-pound test because that's what I had on. It was 20-pound from a previous trip. I go, oh, it'll be good. I can change it later, and. Um, I got busted off twice. Twice. Okay, uh, the, uh, both Marlin, okay. The cool thing is I got them to both in 10, 15 feet of the boat, and that last jump always got me, okay, on, on 20 pounds. I moved over to 30, and then it mm-hmm. was game on, okay. In fact, um, and, and on the same rod, you know, um, that rod's rated, what, 25 to 45, so is just right. Okay, and if you can get some of this uh, there are some fluorocarbons, believe it or not, that are being made in off sizes. I've, I've seen 35-pound tests recently. So that, that that's kind of unique, okay? So uh, it's perfect size for these rods. Uh, what else did you catch? You caught Jack Craval, the Toros?
4: Okay, yes. Okay, those
2: pull hard. Mm-hmm. Um, did you I caught ca- a Dorado. You caught Dorado. Mm-hmm. Did you catch any roosters?
4: No, I did not.
2: Do you know anybody on the boat who caught a rooster? You did. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Until Thank you.
4: until next year. Cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Okay, actually, that's more of a uh, of a dove. Okay, mm-hmm. but anyway, so yeah, we 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 caught some some great fish. Yes, we got to do some crazy stuff. We, we had a lot of fun. We went horseback riding. Uh huh. How about your husband on a horse? Oh, huh? he
4: he he did really really well.
2: See all those years of playing polo, right? So
4: he yeah he was out galloping along the coast, all along the ocean there, and my horse would not get past the lead horse. She was like, yeah no, I, I am not going to go over there and do that. We're just going to stay right here. So I got to watch him. But it was he he did really well. He sits a horse very well.
3: Uh, Zorro, okay, I was doing in Mexico, I was, was Zorro. It, was it one of those painted uh, striped horses? What's that? Was it one of the painted striped horses? No, my,
2: no. my horse was like a, uh, a weird yellowish tan look. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. Right. no, no. It he wasn't was like a, a burro. <laughs> no, yeah, he's, he's thinking of walking down the streets <laughs> of TJ. I don't know, I was there. No. you can see it, it got filmed. No, it was, we also did it a really great horse. tour into the city of Santiago.
4: We did, we okay. went to the Mission. Uh, we went to the high point there where we mm-hmm. could look out and see that. I had
2: that. no idea. There's a beautiful lake, yeah. Tony. I mean, I bet you that lake is holding some bass. You know, I didn't I didn't even know. I w- if yeah. I would have known, I would have brought a, a next rod. Next time we're there. Yeah. Exactly. There. We're going to go check okay. it out yeah. next time. Check it out next yeah. time. Yeah.
4: We went to the caves. We trekked through that. We went to the caves. That and was really fun. And then really some ATVs. Fun. Uh-huh.
2: Okay, ATVs. And, you know, they had that hurricane a couple of weeks ago, so there was a lot of water everywhere. A lot so of water. So the ATVs, and the, when you'd hit the water... These things don't have windshields. I want you to imagine this: you're driving, and then somebody takes a five-gallon <laughs> bucket of water and just shoves it at you. So I bought this beautiful, you know, big straw hat. You know, we put our *Anger Chronicles* logos on there the whole bit, and it would fly off. Okay, so Rhonda was holding it, but you know what she would do? I'd get to the water. She would use it as a shield. Okay, and I'm like getting it. I'm, I'm spitting oh, out water. Yeah. Okay it
4: was great
2: yeah and she's laughing looking at me and laughing at me but anyway um it was a great trip guys i highly recommend that was the van warmer resorts and it's always a great time you know i've actually taken um uh we took dave marciano and nancy there and they loved it It it's a great place tony I got to get you there next next year definitely Uh, i'm thinking doing a little crew a crew tip what's that and the the fishing was spectacular ah, yeah fishing was spectacular the rods um oliver that's what i love about what you have um i mean we're talking about this with Rhonda, and what to take and we actually take every everything there you know Mm -hmm. most of the time you can only take about four rods most of the international uh when you travel international they'd say well you can only bring four rods four reels okay and you go. What do I take? Well, for me, it's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. I take the L, the M, and the H. Okay, I can start there. I figure if I need an XH or an XXH, most boats where I go have them. Mm-hmm. They don't have the lighter stuff. And then, of course, you got to add the bass rod because oh, yes. to make bait. Okay, mm-hmm. you need something light yes. to make bait. You like that? But you before... like how I did that, Oliver? You like how I slipped it in there?
4: But I want. I want. I wanted Oliver to know that we actually uh, lent our rods to a couple of different groups of people who didn't have the lighter rods for what we were fishing. And they, at the end of their day, they were catching fish on our rods, the, the, the fishing syndicate rods. Um, and they were just amazed at how great these rods were were right they mm-hmm. just were amazed
2: in fact one gentleman mm-hmm. who he lent to rod actually fished yours yes one, mm-hmm. the diamond has the pink on it the seven yeah. that was the uh the seven m it was the, it m. was
4: it was that the, the the hot rig it really okay. was Ooh, Well, check
2: check this out and actually that i, I was wrong well, that one has a 400 on we put up 400 mm-hmm. yeah. uh, on it but anyway um you know what he liked it so much that he sensed uh, he's gonna send Rhonda some shoes because he, he owns a shoe store mm-hmm. okay so you know, like an al bundy okay so he, he mark
4: won't... his name's mark, mark
2: you know my only i'm thinking about it he asked for all your information <laughs> he did yeah oh my gosh it just dawned on me because oh, let me send you some shoes give me your information <laughs> that's a fast one Oh, man, I'm going to have to be careful now. Yeah, see? But, but you, the, you gave it to him.
4: I did. I did it in a heartbeat. I was like, oh, here it is. So, Sergio,
6: yeah, when you set for rods, I, I, I think you were going to say you, you packed four bass rods, and then uh, you had Rhonda take a light, medium, heavy, and extra heavy. I'm pretty sure how that one. Right, Rhonda?
2: Yes. Listen, <laughs> don't, don't put it past. Four bass rods listen don't put it past me because i mean i'll do that in a heartbeat okay um it's just you
6: know, i don't want to get you in trouble and let her know that's what you
2: fight her with you. but um, <laughs> you, know. you know uh here's the thing i mean um you know at the end of the day guys we, we we repeat this and repeat this and repeat this there's a lot of rods out there there's a lot of reels out. a lot of companies out there and at the end of the day it's what, what What's in your price range? What What's in your preference? You know, I can sit down and argue a reel versus another reel all day long. At the end of the day, it's like jewelry, all right? It, it's your personal taste. If you like it, buy it. You know, if you feel confident, do it. Steve always says... It's like, p- yeah, go ahead. It's like shoes. Pick your brand. And, you
6: know, I saw Steve uh, post about five rods that he was would- the must have, right, to come fishing uh, on the party boats. And I couldn't agree more with Steve. 110%. I would only personally add a jig stick, right? That's just my personal preference. And that's where the personal preference comes in. So when Sergio goes to Baja, he takes four bass rods. Nothing wrong with that. He fishes 20 on one, 45 on the other, 30 on the next one, and 40 on the last one. Uh, that's the way Sergio fishes. And you're right, Sergio. When you go down to Baja and you go to you know, we have a few uh, fleets that we work with, a uh, few captains. The main the main rod they use is a 40-pound stick.
7: Mm-hmm.
6: Why? Because they want to land that fish. They don't care if it's a 10-pound fish. Their job is to land you fish when you're out there vacationing. You are a um, a tourist to them, right? And they want to get that fish in. Um, and so that's why they do that. Uh, we got we got um, rods in uh, in some of the panga in pedros. Um, we got rods, you know, down at warmers, and they all start with a the heavy. They don't want a medium. They don't want a light. They definitely don't want a bass rod for sea tourists when you go fish there. But when you know what you're doing, if you go, Steve goes, I go. I am definitely bringing a bass rod. I go on these these tuna trips, I am bringing a bass rod. Oh, yeah. Personal choice, right? Uh, But on the other hand, I also want to be mindful of everyone else in that boat, and I want to bring the right gear. And that boat, that Steve her. whether you like Penn, Shimano, Acura, whatever brand, you know, same with the rods. You know, you you pick your brand for whatever your reasons, Um, you know, whether it's budget or personal preference you you just want to come prepare
2: for these for these trips at the
6: end of the day so and uh, yes
2: okay. bring your backpack, no okay, problem. I, I got about two minutes left to go so what i want everybody to think about is this steve posted uh look at a line class okay is that what we're talking about and then and then based on that go find what what you like you know steve obviously is with Penn. um ben is with accurate oliver's fishing syndicate so uh, everybody uh, is obviously gonna have a preference, but we want you to look at your preference. You ask what we use, we'll tell you. We, we don't, uh, we, and we use everything, okay? I mean, in fact, Steve, I, um, on this uh, trip that I did on the Some Fun, I was thinking we were just gonna bass fish, and didn't realize we were gonna go bottom fishing. I didn't realize how much line that Fathom uh, baitcaster that low profile had he had plenty of line and then some to get to 300 feet without any problem whatsoever, and it, it really did the work. Um, great matchup with the uh, where did I put that on uh, the IS 800M? Um, it's an in short the in short series. Oliver. It was a perfect. I know it was a little deep to do that, but it handled it no problem with an eight ounce sinker, which I thought was going to overtax it. Anyway, I've got about a minute left to go and thank everybody uh, for, for coming out, Ron, especially you. And I need to send, I got a, a really cool email um, just a few minutes ago. One of our dear friends, Daniel Bella, okay, he said that um, we, we sound good together, you and I, mm-hmm. and that his wife has gotten a cup of coffee, mm-hmm. heard your voice, and now she's listening to the show. So why don't you Good s- morning. I don't know her first name, so Mrs. Bella, go ahead. Mrs.
4: Bella, good morning. I'm glad you're enjoying the show.
2: There we go. So uh, you guys, what do you think? She should come in more often, huh? Definitely. Okay. I need a vote here, Oliver. Yay, nay? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, Steve Carson? Definite yes. Yeah. I already know Danny Howard. Howard's the man back there. He says yes. Uh, you Tony.
3: Oh yeah, for sure.
2: Okay, so what's going to happen is I'll just resign and you just go ahead and, and be the Better show.
3: You go. Uh,
2: yeah, give me more time to fish.
3: <laughs> I, I will tell ta- you know. Everybody
2: thinks that it's the perfect life. I, I will say this. Um, I think I fish less now. Than before Angler Yep, I
4: I agree. What you do now is you help people and you teach people, which mm-hmm. I think is more important. Yeah, but because I, you're teaching me.
2: So let me tell you what happened on, uh, on on this last trip. There was just one moment there, and I just I realized I wasn't fishing, and I said, "You know what? Sorry, Rhonda, I need to catch me a rooster." And we surely Bam. did. We did on the bass rod. My say, okay, everybody, listen. Have a great weekend. Get out there. Go to the show. There's a great show out at Huntington Beach with the um, Blue Angels. Blue Angels <laughs> and such. So. Yeah.
4: And don't forget to sign the petition.
2: Don't, that's right. Don't forget to sign the petition. And, and be kind. We'll see you Bye. Next week Bye, everybody. On Angler Chronicles. Take me down.